Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEATINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code MEATINKS. What's up, guys? Welcome back to It's Me Tinks Live exclusively on Radio Andy at Channel 102. As always, this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live Ask Me Anything. I want to talk to all of you, so call me right now. It's 844-305-ANDY. That's 844-305-2639. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. How are we all? I haven't watched Salt Lake Reunion Part 1, so no spoilers, but I can't wait. Although we know, as per Bravo... Um, you know, tradition, they are going to save the juicy parts to part three. But I still want to see how they all interact. I really, really can't wait. Okay, so let's discuss my raunchy bunny outfit on Instagram because I said that I would explain it. I'm going to a party this weekend uh, in Mexico. I don't know a lot of people going. I'm a little bit nervous and it's costume parties. And sometimes I'm good at costume parties and sometimes I'm not. I am a last minute girly, which is, you know, usually means that it's not good because I just get stressed out. I'm like, oh, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Anyway, one of the nights is Playboy themed. So I'm like freaking out. I don't have anything. And I'm like, we got to go to Trashy Lingerie. And if you live in LA, you know that it's this iconic store. It's pink. It's on La Cienega. Um, 
and it's it's called trashy lingerie. You go, you you even have to pay like a little membership to get inside. It's very it's like one of those old LA traditions. And they have really beautiful costumes and, you know, lingerie. It's it's more of like co- like sexy costumes. And I go and I'm like I, like I look like shit yesterday. I was wearing like I, I look like insane. I was you know when you just go out of the house and I feel like it's kind of like a 30s thing where you start to go out of the house and you're like I cannot believe the way that I will leave the house looking now. I looked disheveled. I I mean I hadn't washed my hair in about four days. It, it was just I looked a mess and I was clearly out of my element. And the you know the woman who worked there was like, can you can I help you? And I was like, um, hey, do you have any like? And I'm not shy, obviously. I was just, you know, when you're just kind of overwhelmed. And me and Lauren were in there, and we were like, damn, look at this. We were looking at the prices. We were like, damn, this course, it's four hundred dollars. I, I, I had it in my head that it was like, I don't, not that it was cheap, but I didn't think that it would be such high quality stuff. And I was like, do you have any bunny costumes? Oh, she was like, oh, are you going to the party in Mexico? And I was like, yeah. And she was like. Oh, I, I so many people have come in. Like I know, I know what to give you, and I don't know if anyone has seen the best movie of all time, the sweetest thing. If you haven't, go watch it. That's your homework for tonight. It's literally the movie that shaped me the most. But in it, they're on this road trip, and they go to this crazy store, and she's like, "Oh, you're going to the wedding? I've dressed half the people there." And so they like trust her, and they get these crazy outfits. So that's what I was thinking of the whole time. So I'm like, yeah, what do you think? And she's like, I got something for you. Get in, get in the, um, you know, the changing room. I'm like, okay. And she gives me this like traditional, like one piece corset playboy bunny. Um, I don't know, like a one, imagine like, you know, the traditional black silk, you know, bustier, but the ass is like a thong. And I was like, I love you for thinking that I can pull this off. But I started working out today. We'll talk about that later. Yesterday was my first literally my first workout my ass just isn't there girlfriend and she was like okay and I was like do you have anything else that's like you know more coverage maybe like a little skirt she was like no go for it she's like everybody's really going balls to the walls and I was like all the ladies going are super fucking hot like all I know a lot of them like I know who they are and they're all super fucking hot so like that's why they're doing it and she's like just just try and so I, I put on this like pink I was like, I'll go for like a cute bunny, sexy look. You know, I don't, I don't want to try too hard because then, you know, that's like when you feel feel, fear failure. So I go for this bra and like a little skirt thing and she gives me bunny ears and I'm like, all right, okay, I get there, you know, whatever. She's like, you're wearing it too big. Like you need to get a size down. And I was like, no, I want room so that like I feel comfortable, whatever. So finally we get there, blah, blah, blah. So just to be clear, I get a skirt, like a little, I don't even know what you call it. Like a pantaloon is a better way to describe it and a little bra, and bunny ears, okay, and <laughs> I didn't look at the price tag, because whatever, we were, we're, that reminds me of in Newlyweds, when Jessica Simpson's like, I don't look at the price tag, and I was like, damn, that's like, that's the level of rich I want to be, anyway, I digress, we go to the checkout, she had $750, I was like choking as I handed over my credit card, and she was like, and the great thing is, you can wear this again for a lover, and I was like, mm-hmm, I can't wait to wear it again for a lover. At that price, I wouldn't let a lover get near it because if he got sperm on it, I'd be like, you're buying the fucking dry cleaning, buddy. Anyway, so pray for me. I don't know if I have time for a spray tan, but I'm going to need that or some, at least some like fishnets or something. You know what, you know what I mean, girls. Um, okay, let's chat with Amanda. Hi, Amanda. How are you? Hi, Tanks. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? How are you doing? Um, I actually DM'd you. I was the one with some juicy tea. Oh my God. I'm so glad you called. Okay. 
See, I'm terrible. I promised that I would remember, and I didn't even remember. But you got through anyway, so we're good. What is up? Tell yeah, us, all good, all good. tell us the tea, girl. Okay. Well, first of all, when this whole situation went down a few days ago, I was like, I wish I could have called you then. I wish that too. I have a you bit have... of a head. <laughs> I'm like, do you have like a hotline I can just like ring? I should install one in my ready. house, like for real emergencies. I imagine that it would be hot pink, and then it would be like emergency, <laughs> emergency, like, and then it's just and but yeah, I'll look into it. We can we can maybe think about installing one in my house. So tell us what happened like a couple a days dial. ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so this is a bit of a hypothetical question for you, and then I can kind of go into the like a little bit of the dirty details. But okay, hypothetically speaking, let's say you go on a date with a guy early on, like in 2023. Okay, hypothetically, this is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you go on a date with a guy, really good date. Like there's a ton of chemistry. You definitely thought that there would be multiple dates to follow. Yeah. And you kind of hang out and you see him like in your city and around and whatever, mm-hmm. but it just fizzles out and that's totally fine. Okay. Um, and then months go by. So now it's like November mm-hmm. and he is continuously messaging you like take, like he's always starting the conversations and, and he's like starting to be a little bit more forward and flirtatious. And then it, basically turns into sexting okay and sending you links to dresses and lingerie that he wants to buy you okay and inviting you over to make you dinner okay and take you on date and like anywho so this is all happening the past couple months okay and then um about two weeks ago this acquaintance of mine so like a girl that i know that if I saw her on the street, I would stop her and we'd have a chat. Like, yeah, we're not seeing each other all the time. But like, I know she's a girl. I know, you know, like, yeah, yeah of course. Mm-hmm. Um, she posts like a carousel of photos, and he's in a bunch of the photos. Stop. But like, uh huh. But not in a way that's like romantic. Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of just like they're like one-off photos of him. But then there's also other guys in the photos, and because I don't know her super well. I'm like, I don't know if they're dating. Like, I don't know what her relationship status is. Yeah. And because of, like, the in- because of the algorithm, like, her stuff doesn't pop up on my feed. So I don't really see her stories right. and all that. I'm not, like, assuming that she's dating someone. Um. Anyway, he wishes me a happy new year, like, over the weekend, like, on Saturday. He was like, oh, like, happy new year, cutie. Like, what are you up to? What are you doing this weekend? And I was like, oh, my God, Happy New Year. Like, what are you up to? And he tells me he's skiing somewhere in Canada. Okay. Um, And he's, like, he's skiing and whatever. And I heard the conditions were really good. And I was like, oh, I heard it's really great up there this weekend. He's like, yeah, it's so uh, it's so dope. Like, it's so great. And then I follow up and I say, and I'm at this point, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt is in regards to those photos. Like, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that they're friends. Mm-hmm. And I messaged him just being, like, kind of blunt, but also curious for my own sake. I was like, hey, like, really random, but I saw these photos, and you're in a bunch of them. Like, how do you know this girl? Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, I, and then he just went, like, really, really cold. And he's like, oh, I know her from some friends. I tagged on to a trip with her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Do you know her romantically or, like, as a friend? And he goes, romantically, smiley face. 
Oh, God. Okay, so he's trash. He's trash. He's trash. It just gets better. So that was like... Okay, sorry. Go on. Go on. I'll I'll hold judgment until the end. (laughs) Um, Okay, so then I follow up and I'm like, I'm really confused. I can't believe, like... I'm I'm just confused. Like this whole conversation is confusing to me now. And he goes, Oh my god. Oh my god, you're so confused. Oh, I thought you wanted to be friends. Like I was mm. just I wanted to make you dinner as a friend. That's gross. And I was like, Oh Yeah. That's called gaslighting, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um he kind of like goes on to say, like, Oh my gosh, no, like yeah, we were in like we were in a rough patch, and that's like like why I was messaging you, la la la. And so then I follow up, and I was like, "Well, is she aware that right now in this moment, like you said, you tagged along on a trip with her? Is she aware that you're pursuing other women and like wanting to buy them like lingerie and yeah. like saying yeah, and like saying pretty like aggressive things to them via text?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, she knows. She doesn't, by the way." But damn. Um, and then I look on her story and guess what? He said he's on a trip with her, but she's not where he says they are. She's actually in Japan. What? (laughs) So he's just like all over the place with his lies. Okay. All over. Like he's just like Pinocchio. Um, so then I follow up and I'm like, Hey, also really weird, but she's in Japan right now. And you said you're on a trip with her. Like, unless there's. Like that, the place you say you are in Japan, like, I don't like liars. Just like, tell me the truth. Like, what's going on here? What's going on here? And he's like, oh, yeah, we're actually on a trip to like save our relationship. She's <laughs> on a trip to save your, so they're not in Japan together. They're in Japan together. Oh, they and are. He's telling okay, me, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm in Japan with her. We're on a trip to save our relationship. Okay. We're here for two weeks. So at this point, you need to just completely wash your hands of this person because it's just a mess. And it's not, this is a perfect not your monkeys, not your circus. Truly. Truly. Um, however, oh. I was like, I was like, well, d- like, does she know about all this? Like, she deserves to know at least the conversations that we've had. Like, she's a friend of mine. And he starts pleading and begging that I don't say anything, that I keep my mouth shut. Um, and this is the hypothetical question. Mm-hmm. Do you tell if, her? If, let's say, you're in this, yes. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's more to the story. If he offers you $15,000 no! for hush money. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Wow, this is juicy. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, I say no. My gut instinct is no. Let me think about it for a second. Yeah, still no. Girl, no, <laughs> come on. That's so, like, if it were me. That's insane, right? It's insane. insane. That's insane. And, like, you don't want anything to do with this person. And it is going to be a mess because Agreed. she she's going to find out eventually. Like, like, literally people always, nasty people always get their comeuppance. Shakespeare said the truth will out. She will find out eventually whether you tell her or someone else tells her. And it will be a fucking mess. And, like, of course, that is a lot of money. But you, this is, it's blood money. And it's, like, you don't want anything to do with him. You don't want anything to do with her. You need to wash your hands of these people. Like, that is so fucking weird and insane. Personally, I don't know. I'm interested to hear what all of our listeners think. I probably would not tell her. Like, I, 
even though really yeah i but that's that's me this is something that our community like i think a lot of us are very split on i know a lot of people disagree with me on because a lot of people say oh you know i this is how i found out that my husband was cheating it was important to me that i knew but i think especially in this case because you don't know the exact timelines this guy's a fucking liar you know it's very confusing okay. i you would have to put together such a behemoth text explaining all the back and forth and it's just going to get so messy so if I were you maybe this maybe this makes me a selfish person I don't know but if I were literally in your shoes I would say to the guy keep your money that is so fucking vile I hope she finds out about how what a weirdo you are anyway don't contact me again thanks that's what I would do because I care about your sanity and your mental health and your saving face and all of that and like do I feel bad for this poor girl in Japan yes but is she gonna figure it out eventually 100% this guy is offering mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. to for to, for girls to be quiet like if you think he hasn't done this before with other girls you're wrong like he has and she, he, he will do it again because it's just psycho behavior psycho behavior I know it's mm-hmm. a lot of money but like it's almost like the universe is testing you and I believe in karma I believe in, you know, what goes around comes around. And I think you just need to be like, tell this guy to fuck off and like wipe your hands of him because that's a mess. Totally. I totally, I mean, I wish I could have called you on Sunday when this is all going down. (laughs) You're like, the money's already in my account. (laughs) (laughs) No, I totally agree with you. I think you would be like making a deal with the devil. Yeah. And I, even if I took that, I didn't take the money, but if I did, I I think I would just feel so guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're a good person. Yeah. Yeah. And I would still need to, the thing is like, I need to tell her because she's also a friend of mine. And so at this point I'm like, okay, well, I'll just tell tell her her our situation and she can make a decision for herself. Yeah. If she wants to continue the relationship with him. Yeah. I guess. Um, I mean, okay. If she's your friend, I guess. Yeah. I, I forgot that she was your friend. Yeah. Um, I would just be really like, I would just be really clear. Like I wouldn't, I think as girls, sometimes we're so, and like, trust me, I'm the same way. I am so Mm -hmm. into receipts and I'm so into like timelines and facts and like we get all FBI on that shit. I would be very like concise (laughs) because if you send her like a 40 page portfolio of all the weird shit that this guy did, she's going to be like, wait, what? This is like a lot and this feels weird and whatever. Um, But I would just say, you know, let's go to call or I I don't know what I would do. Just send her a message and be like, your boyfriend is being a weirdo, like da 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 and just kind of get it over with. Yeah. Okay. I need to tell you, I need to tell you some more information. That's just insane. Oh God. What? But, and I'll try to be quick. Yeah. Well, while he was texting me all of this and like pleading, he's like, I was like, honestly, this whole situation makes me feel sick. And he's like, I feel so sick. And I'm like, I'm sure you do. He was literally texting me while she was laying in bed beside him. Yuck. And, um, I essentially, I told him off all the things that you said he is, like a psychotic, appalling, disgusting person for doing this. I told him all of that. And I was like, honestly, you can't buy your way out of problems. Like, you're going to have to just, like, face this head on. I'm really, like, I'm not not even sorry for you. Like, just face this head on. Like, I feel like you need a lesson to learn. And I messaged her. um, And I said, I was like, hey, um, this is super random, but it's regarding this person. I think we should talk. And she ended up calling me. Oh, so you already like told her. Minutes. 
Yeah. Okay. I told her. Okay, and well, then, then good. Then it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, what an ordeal. An ordeal. And obviously, like you said, he, like, we know that he's a master manipulator and he's been doing this to multiple people. Um, and she found out that I obviously wasn't the only person. Mm. And I told her to buy a first class ticket home on his credit card. And she did. Oh, my God. Okay. Happy ending. <laughs> Yay. Oh, my God. That is literally, I don't think we've ever, we've ever had extortion on this, on this show before, but there's a first for everything, babe. I have to wrap this call, but you are incredible. I'm glad you didn't take the money. Fuck that guy. Now you and her can be friends and laugh about his cheating ass because that's whack as hell. Um, I love you so much. Thank you for calling with that piping hot tea and, and, uh, keep, keep being a good moral person. Thanks. Thanks. Love you so much. Love you. Bye. Woo, there's a first for everything. Damn. 15K to hush money. That is, that's fucking wild. I'm going to need a second to digest that one. Let us talk to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Sarah? Hi. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. So great to talk with you. So great to Um, talk to you. What's going on? I have a question about navigating a relationship uh, with a previous best friend. Okay. Um, I'll be as concise as I can. Perfect. Um, I was with my ex for eight years, uh, and okay. we were best friends with another couple. Okay. Um, my ex was the officiant at their wedding. Oh, wow. Uh, we traveled together. Yep. We lived together at one point, um, like absolute best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year, totally out of the blue, my ex told me that he had feelings for the wife of that couple. Um, I'm just going to call her Rachel because yeah. uh, that feels easier. Yeah. Um, and they'd been talking for months behind our backs um, about being together. Oh, my God. Um, at this point, I had moved across the country um, for graduate school, and I'd had absolutely no heads up. Um, it was awful. Um, I had actually been expecting that we were going to get engaged. My oh ex my had God. just asked my parents for permission to propose. Um, and I'd been like talking with Rachel about this throughout the whole time. Um, so came as a total shock. Um, pretty immediately my ex decided he didn't want to be with Rachel. Um, and we tried to make it work, but with the long distance and everything that had happened, uh, our relationship ended and I was like totally, totally devastated. Wait, sorry. Did, did, Um, did Rachel break up with her husband and they actually tried to date? Um, yes, Rachel broke, uh, they got divorced <gasps> and she, shut up. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And so then they dated for a little bit and we're like, actually, wow, that is, by the way, that is a l- very interesting lesson to the wise that let they bro- broke up the two beautiful relationships and then they were like, nah, we're good. That's wild. Yes. So they actually, they didn't end up dating pretty immediately. My ex was like, you know what, I, I actually don't want to go down that road and like lose all of my friends. Um, and so, but Rachel was still, I've found out since that she was still like trying to get him to be with her, even though he and I were trying to make it work for like six months after. Okay. Fuck Rachel. So, yeah. Um, so I actually didn't hear from her for months and months, um, and was like, wow, I've just lost my partner and my best friend. And, um, and she started reaching out about six months ago and she didn't really apologize or take ownership, but, um, she was clear that she wanted to repair our relationship if possible. Mm -hmm. Um, and at this point I, 
I did try to, um, but I just, as more and more details came out, it was just really painful. And, um, and I, I, yeah. And ultimately, um, I've, I've just realized that like being in touch with her is causing pain and, um, I, I don't think I can trust her again. Um, but we do have a lot of mutual friends and I, I don't want to like crucify her or end up making friends choose between us, but she's recently reached out and just asked, um, if she can apologize and if we can move forward, uh, she hasn't actually apologized. She hasn't. Now. She um, hasn't. Okay. And I, yeah. She hasn't. Yeah. Um, and so I guess I'm just trying, like, I want to stand up for myself, but I also, like, want to just move forward and not yeah. have her life I get be that. terrible or try and, like, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just wondering, like, if you have any advice about what I should say or how I should conduct myself to, like, move forward, but also yeah. not just be a total pushover. I mean, I think if you are moved on from it and and like how okay so it's like if you are moved on from it then what is the point in holding grudges even for something this enormous and people out there listening might be thinking that's crazy Rachel blew up your life like this is awful but but I get it because it's kind of like what can you do you know you're never going to be best friends with her again you have a choice you can either create an issue every time you see her and be you know spiteful and try to talk shit on her and not forgive her and all this shit or you can just draw a line in the sand and be like I'm never going to be close with this girl again she you know was very hurtful to me but it is what it is and and I'm not and you know I don't know I I kind of I kind of understand what you mean like you don't sound like you have you're harboring a lot of hate towards her it's kind of like you can forgive but you won't forget and I think that's the most important thing exactly and I think in that case it's fine and I think it's okay to sit down with her and say you know it's good to hear you apologize you haven't apologized for completely blowing up our lives um up until now that being said I want to move forward I you know there's no point in me harboring any you know there's no point in me holding a grudge that's not going to fix anything so let's be civil and just go from there okay thanks thank you I I really appreciate that I I just want to say how brave you are and how I think you have completely the right attitude about this and your grace and elegance in dealing with this is so aspirational and I'm really 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 proud of you so good for you good things are coming to you and I think you have absolutely the right attitude. Thank you so much. I absolutely adore you. And uh, you are just making the world so much better. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I hope the talk goes well, okay? Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye, Bye-bye. babe. Doesn't that remind you guys of In the Hills when um, she goes, I want to forgive you and I want to forget you. Iconic, iconic line. Okay, we are going to take a very quick break, but I want to talk to all of you. If you're on the line, stay on the line. If you want to join the conversation, it's 844-305-ANDY. This is It's Me Tinks Live. I will be right back. Here's a little travel secret. 
The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with brand new releases and next listen recommendations. There's a story for every listener from classic favorites to exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors. Okay, so you guys, I listened to The Shards by Brett Easton Ellis on Audible and it was so scary. Okay, I was freaking out. I would be in my car listening to it and I literally sometimes would have to pull over because I was so engrossed in the story. It's set in Los Angeles. It is a mystery mystery thriller whodunit and it is so scary and it's so emotive and I literally was addicted to it I couldn't do anything else for like two weeks while I was listening to it audible members can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog new audible members can try audible now for free for 30 days visit audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500 500 that's audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500 500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Welcome back to It's Me Tinks Live on Radio Andy at Channel 102. I'm Tinks and this is our weekly time to talk to each other live in real time. So the mantra, by the way, that I wanted to say to our friend Sarah who just called is that I really liked is um, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and waiting for the other guy to die. And I really, really like that. And I... it's such a colossal pain that she's been through but I really think after you process the pain the best way to go is to just is to let go of the anger and also it's relevant to that um mantra that I said yesterday on Instagram or whenever it was it's a new mantra that I heard and it goes let go or be dragged and I know you're thinking well that's really hard like she went through this big trauma and it's like yes yes she did but if she's ready to move on, there is no point in staying in anger just to, just to, you know, just because. And I, I really am not a grudge holder. Like I, I, I really have found that to be a positive thing in my personality is that I do get angry. I, I am not afraid of confrontation and telling people how I feel and I will go off people for a bit, but I don't hold grudges. And it's, it's really important because you know what? The other Rachel girl, she is probably, if she has any shred of morality or dignity, is going to beat herself up for the rest of her life about this. And and living well is the best revenge. The best thing that she can do is move on with her life. I'm sure she's going to be in a new relationship soon with someone fabulous and wonderful. And the guy, you know, her ex, is going to be beating himself up for the rest of his life. Rachel's going to be annoyed with the rest of herself, annoyed with herself for the rest of her life. So it's like, why not just move on and have grace and, you know. Princess Diana, like, you know, just be chic and be like, okay, you cheated on me. Fine. I'm going to go live my best life. Um, Princess Diana was maybe not the best example given the end, but you get what I mean. Um, okay. La- 
let's talk to Jess. Hi, Jess. How are you? Hi, Tinks. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. What's going on? So I have a story surrounding a friend of mine and Taylor Swift tickets and kind of the end of our friendship because of that. Okay, great. Let's hear it. And I obviously would like your advice on kind of yeah. how to proceed. Yeah. So we Honestly, can friends, I just say that this is not the first call we've had about friendships ending over Taylor Swift tickets. Do you remember? <laughs> do you guys remember when the girl called in and she, her friend who she was kind of her friend of me had booked a bachelorette when she knew she had Taylor tickets and she was like, I can't go to your bachelorette. That was a great call. Anyway, sorry I interrupted you. Go on. No, I do remember that. So my fiance and I were fortunate enough to get two sets of tickets to Taylor Swift at SoFi. Okay. Um, we we had tickets for two different nights, and the reason is because I got some through Ticketmaster. He got some through being a SoFi uh, Chargers ticket holder. Okay. So originally I told this friend we're probably going to sell one tickets, but I had two friends that both wanted the tickets. My fiance knows one of the friends. My fiance did not know this friend. So he's like, I'd rather sell them to someone that I know. Yeah. So we gave we gave them to the other friend at base value. She cried. She was so happy. Mm -hmm. I told the friend, I was like, look, um, you know, we gave, we told the friend that he actually knew. Um, and I'll also add, my fiance is very thoughtful, and he got us tickets to go see her in Vegas earlier. So Aww. L.A. was going to be my second time seeing her. Love. So I know that's, like, you know, very fortunate. So anyway, um, the week before the concert, she reaches out to me, and she said, hey, I heard that they're going to be releasing some extra tickets, but you have to have a verified fan code. Can I have your Ticketmaster login information mm. to try to get tickets? Mm hmm and I said, you know, I I haven't heard about this. I feel like they would have alerted us that they were going to be releasing more tickets. Right. And the thing is, I had verified fans. She didn't. I said, I already used my verified fan. I don't know if you can use it again. Right. I said, I'm not really comfortable sharing my Ticketmaster info. Totally fair. And yeah. this isn't something, I said, it's not personal against you at all. Mm -hmm. It's just I'm worried about, like, they're going to think that there's a bot on my account or something's wrong. Right. And if my account gets frozen, what happens to my ticket? Right. And I reach out to my fiance. He says the same thing. And so I, I said this to my friend. I also said, like, if you find out when they're doing this, if you give me a call, because they're going to send the verification code anyway, like you're going to need to get a, a code from my phone, that I'm happy to get on the phone with you and try to get whatever tickets you want. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty reasonable. Again, I said it's nothing personal. More I just don't want to lose my Taylor Swift tickets. Of course. Tickets More than reasonable. Account. Yeah. Yeah. So the friend doesn't respond to that. Well, for God's like, sake. Crickets. And so I go to the concert. I have a great time. I feel guilty. And then, lo and behold, later that week, I get engaged. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, uh, Congrats, by the way. Sorry. So, I'm just thinking of the friend you, being, you. like, so jealous. Yeah, go on. <laughs> well, yeah, that was one of the things. And, like, you know, we have different relationships. We've, we've been in one another's lives for a while. But, like, different scenarios. So I'm thinking, like, you know, she's been dating her guy longer than me. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a jealousy thing. But anyway, so that literally the day I got engaged, I'm sharing with all my friends via text and phone call before posting it on social media. Yeah. I said to, like, my fiance, this makes me sad, but, like, I don't know if I should text you her. Like, she didn't her. respond to me about right. Taylor Swift. Like, I, I think she's really pissed at me. Yeah.
Yeah, so, so absurd. Yeah, I didn't say anything to her, and I don't hear anything for her. This was back in August. Fast forward to December, and I hear about a, someone looking for a social media person, and she works in social media, mm-hmm. and she has the specific criteria they're looking for. And so I recommend her for a job. Yeah, so nice. Even after her not speaking to me for months. Yeah. Did she and Did she congratulate you on your engagement when you when she saw it on social? No. Got it. Got it. No. Okay. Nothing. Okay. So I recommend her for this job, and I tell the people I you know I say to them like you can let them know or let her know that I recommended you, mm-hmm. and they said sure. And so I figure I'm not like trying to like get a reaction from her, but I was like maybe this is a peace offering, right. even though I like, don't. You know You didn't if do I did anything, anything wrong. wrong. Yeah. Right. So finally, um, they talk to her and they reach back out to me or the the people that I know they're looking for the person in this job say, oh, we talked to your friend. She's going to send us a proposal. Um, You know, we're looking at a couple other people, but, you know, we'll keep you posted if you take her. I said, you spoke to her. She didn't reach out to me at all. That's so trash. So So, trash. Yeah. So I send a text to her and I said, hey, like I heard you talk to my friend yeah. with their business and that you might do their social. I hope it works out and I hope you've been well. And she responds and says, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. Yes, I spoke to them. And yeah, I hope it works out, too. And I said, great. Like, how are you? And so we trade some kind of pleasantries for a while. Yeah. But she never says anything about what happened with the Taylor's ticket. She never says congratulations about your engagement. At this point, I'm kind of thinking I walk away from the friendship and right. I'm kind of reconciled with the fact that, like, that's over. But do you have any advice on anything more to do or do you just kind of let it go from there? I think it's kind of, uh, you know, when people tell you who they are, listen. And she's been loud and clear about who she is. I think it's so, like, I get it. I get that Eras was a whole thing and that it was very stressful and, you know, everybody wanted to go. But to treat your friend like that is so absurd. Like, I'm a really, really, really big fan of Taylor Swift, but I would never do that. Like, I would never put out my friend or get mad at my friend. I would never ask my friend for the code. Like, I, I or, you know, to me, it's almost right. like, and I'm not, I, like, everybody don't roll your eyes when I say this, but to me... It's kind of like the same as money. Like Taylor's tickets are are like money, and it's like you, I don't mix friends with money. I just wouldn't do that. I would not ask someone for this and that. I would never get pissed at them. It, it just to me, it's like, it. Yes, it's an amazing concert. It's just a fucking concert. Like, come on, you don't need to be sour at your friend because you didn't get tickets from her. Like, it's not your problem. Like, she could have gone a million different. By the way, she could have bought tickets from StubHub or whatever. There's ways to do it. Is it expensive? Yes, but everybody's in the same fucking boat. Everybody had to beg, borrow, and steal to get the tickets, and the anger should be at Ticketmaster and, like, you know, whatever, the stadiums or whoever you want to blame, not you, her friend. And, like, that to me just shows a really level of immaturity. And then you hit it again with the engagement and her not responding and, you know, the job thing and her not reaching out and saying, hey, thank you so much. Like, three strikes and you're out, man. Three strikes and you're out. I would back away slowly. Like, I get the urge to want to smooth things over with her. I think it was extremely kind of you to recommend her for this job. Personally, I would not fuck with this person anymore. Okay, that 
sounds very reasonable. Thank you. It, it breaks my heart in a way because I care about all my friends. I still wish of you the course. best. But that's kind of what I thought. But uh, yeah, I appreciate your insight too. You don't have to excommunicate her, but you certainly don't have to feel bad about it anymore. And I think you've done more than enough. I think like if you see her out, be nice to her, whatever. If you're in a group setting, I would not ask her for lunch or whatever because clearly she's just, it's like, I really, really want everybody listening to pay attention to the people who do not congratulate you when good things happen in your life. Be laser focused this year on those people because they do not have your best interest at heart. And if they can't feel happy for you, that's a problem because that's not a friend. And it's that simple. And we all need to we all need to be more aware of those types of people. Thank you so much, Tinks. It was great talking to you. Sorry, did that sound harsh? Am I being too mean to the friend? Every, no, 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 no it really no. didn't. It, it's kind of what I've been thinking about for a while, and I needed to hear it from you. And, you know, I've talked to my therapist about it, too. I joke with my therapist, like, you're my second therapist. So I'll Aww. say, like, oh, I talked to my other therapist, Tink, this morning. Um, so, I'm glad. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. And listen, congratulations on your engagement. I'm so happy for you. Thank and you. Focus on that. Focus on on enjoying this super happy time in your life. And I'm sure you have tons of other friends who wish you well and who are great friends to you. So rid yourself of any guilt. It wasn't you who did anything wrong. Go have fun. Go enjoy being engaged and happy. Thank you. And I will add, just to plug my fiance and how amazing he is, he has become a Taylor Swift fan because Aww, of me. And so we nice. were driving home from Vegas a couple months ago, actually from F1. Oh, wow. And he said, yeah, he said, let's uh, put on the three hour Taylor Swift playlist you made me. Damn, that's love. If he wanted to, he would, ladies. It is. That is love. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so happy for you. And congratulations again. Thank you so much for calling. Thanks so much, Tink. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah, that's just like an outrageous thing to get angry with someone. And I'm sure people are thinking, well, you went to the Taylor Swift tour, Tink, so you can't say. I don't care. If I couldn't go, I wouldn't get mad at my friend because they didn't give me the code. And like, you know how sketchy those, you know, it was such a precarious system anyway. And you've, we've all been in the situation where you have your digital tickets and you get there and they're like, oh, these tickets are fake or they're already scanned in. Like, it's a nightmare. And it's no one's fault except for the greedy assholes at all the fucking ticket places that just fuck everybody up the ass. And it's not nice. And those are the people that we should be mad at. Truly, I don't even think the artists. I mean, I, I'm not deep in the weeds with that whole, you know conflict but if anyone it's the institutions and the establishment it is not your friends it is not you know the artists in in my opinion so that's a wild thing to be mad at people about but anyway let's talk to emily hi emily what's up hi tinks oh my gosh i'm so happy to talk to you right now likewise um, what's going on um my boyfriend of uh uh wanted me to actually get rid of my cats. Um, what? I have, yeah, um, I actually just ended it with him. Um, because, because of the cats? No, not got rid of the cats. They're my children. Oh, 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 um, oh. But you but, you got rid of your boyfriend because he didn't like the cats. So basically when we first started dating a weekend, I was like, just so you know, like I have animals. Yeah. That's like a non-negotiable for me. I rescued all three of them, um, and they are my. They've helped me through a lot. They br- provide comfort, of course. And um, and so he's like, okay, I'll take allergy shots every week. 
Um, so I was like, okay, he's like, it, it'll be great. We'll get through it. And then I invited his mother over for dinner just to see where I live. So you could see where his, her son spends most of her time and, you know, it was getting very serious. Yeah. And, um, his mom said, absolutely not. I don't want to be around those cats. What? And, um, what does this family yeah. have against cats? Um, his, uh, just to give you a little bit more insight on his mother, um, on their wedding day, he, um, his dad had a cat, and she was also a rescue, and she said, it's either me or the cat. What the and fuck? <laughs> I, and so I was like, and I, he, I remember he was telling me stories and how his mom wanted to get rid of the cat and would always open the door, and I thought that was so fucked up, and I said, listen, these are important to me, and that's not cool. And then he asked his mom what she would do. He said, you know, I went to her house and said, you know, um, you know, I, Emily really wants you to come. And so then she was agreement, but he actually lied to me. He actually wanted to see what she would do in his situation, which was to give me an ultimatum, which he gave me an ultimatum on Friday to get rid of my cats. Otherwise he cannot be with me. What the fuck? Okay. Wait, how long have you been dating? So we've only been dating for six months, but I'm 31. He's 37. But also, like, that's uh, a long time. That is a long time to spend yeah, with I, someone. And I've been single for six years. He's also never had a relationship before. So I think that's also, like, a serious relationship. Yeah. Kids um, were completely inappropriate. Um, they apparently, he told them everything that was going on with the cat situation so I held a, I had a charity event on Saturday yeah. and his parents came up, his mom avoided me, didn't look at me. And I was in charge of this event and his dad said in front of an earshot, in front of all these important people, I hope you and Andrew can work things out. Oh my God. I, I don't know, dude. Mom, this family is giving I, me the heebie-jeebies. I just wanted your insight because I'm obviously... I know I made the right decision, but I'm just very bummed out about how it, like, transpired into this situation where it's this or that. And it's a red flag for me thinking, what other ultimatums am I going to be down the road because your mother doesn't like something? So let's let's just go down the list of reasons why this feels like a no-go for me. First of all, okay. um, like, we have the very obvious thing, which is he doesn't like cats, which, like, okay, I can't really fuck with anybody like that. Second of all, and more ser more seriously, he knew that you had cats from day one. And to me, that signifies that he's immature and he doesn't have a good head on his shoulders. Because if it was a really a non-starter, he should have said on the first day, oh, I didn't realize you had cats. I'm highly allergic. I have a weird thing with them. Like, this isn't going to work out. I'm really sorry. Number three... The involvement of his mom in his relationship as a 37-year-old man is so weird and creepy and bizarre, and I would not want a mother-in-law or, like, anyone like that. It Honestly, it's giving Grey Gardens. It's giving weirdo. It's giving, like, mommy in the attic. Like, I don't I don't like it. Um, fourth, the fact that the it, it's weirdly mirroring the relationship that his mom has with his dad and the ultimatums, like... That's fucking weird. I'm sorry. I try not to be judgmental and shamey, but like that's I, fucking I bizarre. Him, and he actually didn't think I was going to break up with him. He thought he said I would be very. I was like, so you wanted me to break up? I mean, get rid of the cats. He's like, yeah, I would be really grateful because 
he looked up how long my cats will live, by the way. Yeah, that's honestly really bizarre. Also, like, the fact that the mom was like, oh, I don't want to come to, I won't come to dinner at her house, like, is so weird. Like, that is, I can't explain to you how fucking strange that is. Like, that is so bizarre. Okay, so and not being dramatic. No, you're not being say. dramatic. Honestly, I'm sure the breakup was hard and it's really, really awful that he, and, oh, and my final reason is, like, I really don't believe in ultimatums. I know some people do, but I think that to hold that over someone you're dating's head and make them choose between something they love very much and you is so deceitful and bizarre and hurtful I just would not want to be with a guy who made me do that about something that was so important to me and I really really recommend that you wash your hands of this guy and his weird family and just find someone who respects you and loves you and loves your interests and loves your cats there are cat loving guys Mm -hmm. out there I don't care if he's allergic like there's a lot of non-allergic guys and they can take fucking Benadryl it's not that big a deal like this guy is bizarre and you know what i hate to say it but he's always going to put his mom before you and that's fucking weird and you don't want anything to do with that that's okay that makes me feel better because today i've been in such a funk and i'm like well i'm sure it's a bizarre situation he's been a freak like Like, it's weird it's fucking weird like when i broke up with him i was like this is a relation between me you and your mom it's fucking weird yeah it's fucking weird i deserve yeah something better than that and he's a fucking weird ass i i agree i agree no you gotta cut this this you deserve so much more so much more girl and i figured since you have cats you understand the love that you have with them so i was like of course that's the best time i would be like if a guy said that to me like if a guy said it's me or the cats i'd be like bye let me help you pack loser get out of my house like fuck it like (laughs) the cats have been with you they'll stay with you it's it's years they've been with me yeah and also like it's important to you that's the thing is it's not I'm not trying to be some big like oh I'm a crazy cat lady even though I am but it's like it's important to you and that's what bothers me is that he didn't value what's comforting and important to you and special to you so fuck that okay thank you for talking to me I just just really not week so far (laughs) i get it i get it wash your hands of him hang with the cats you'll be okay thank you for calling i love you so much much love to you and the cats babe wow you guys that is wild like come on and cat people we get the the name of being crazy how about you non-cat people it seems like you're actually the crazy ones okay we're gonna take a super quick break but i'm gonna be taking more of your calls right after this so if you're on the line stay on the line So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool so you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses so they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. A consistent body care routine is so important to me, you guys. I love to feel good in myself. I love to feel good in my skin. It is our largest organ, so I like to take care of it. And I like to look good while naked. Yes, I admit it. You guys know I am obsessed with Osea and a lot of it in part is because of how the products make me feel. So I love that I can trust everything that they make because they put such care and thought into each product. And I love how the body products make my skin feel very soft, very smooth. There's a no harsh chemicals or dyes in any of it. It's just natural and it makes me feel naturally good. Glow from the inside out with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60, head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Welcome back to It's Me Tinks Live exclusively on Radio Andy. Wow, that is wild. By the way, every guy that I've ever dated is like allergic to cats. And you know what? It doesn't matter because again, that's what Benadryl is for and also like yeah I just you just my trick for anyone with cats and the guy comes over he's like I'm allergic just kind of ignore it because men are kind of like that it's like if you don't give them it's like a toddler it's like if you don't give it too much attention they won't I'm like no you're not they're like yes I am I'm like anyway do you want a glass of wine okay let's talk to Maggie (laughs) hi Maggie how are you what's up I'm so happy to be talking to you. I love you so much. Just getting that out of the way, but I do. Thank you. Um, I love you. What's going on? So I'm going to... Wait, Maggie, are you on speakerphone? Maggie, are you on speakerphone? No. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. 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 It's okay. Okay. No, no. Let let me... Let me. Yeah, this is better. Thank you. So much better. Oh, my gosh. Go for it. Cool. 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 Um, so I'm going to turn 30 in a few months. Hell yeah. And I still feel like a baby and I'm trying not to be like hard on myself or not doing everything that I wanted to do by like this point, you know? And I felt like last year I was like very comfortable and didn't push myself enough. How do I like shake out of my timeline and remind myself that they don't matter and that I like want to be more ballsy like you. And what would you say like I can kind of focus on in these last few months before I turn the big three I would. 
I would honestly not focus on the months before the big 3-0 because that is what's okay. keeping you in your timeline, right? You feeling yeah. like, oh, I haven't done enough before the time I'm 30. That's exactly what I'm talking about when I say timelines are detrimental to women because there are these markers yeah. and people, whether we make them up ourselves or their society implemented, there are these markers with age and then that is why we feel upset. So even you calling, you're putting pressure on yourself. You're saying, oh, I have yeah. to be ballsy in these next few months because because what? You're going to turn into a pumpkin at midnight? Girl, no. You have an entire yeah. life ahead of you. And by the way, you said, I still feel like a baby because you are. And you will continue to be yeah. until you are ready. There is no age. Like everybody, everybody transitions into the next phase of their life on their own timeline anyway. So it's kind of funny that we have yeah. picked these arbitrary moments in age where we're like, oh, well, this is the time when you should be married. And this is the time when you should move cities. And it's like, mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is, we are all on our own path. And the less you focus yeah. on these big milestones, the better. You can feel excited. Yeah. You can feel proud. You can definitely, you know me, I'm very into like ushering in new eras if you want to do some woo-woo shit on your birthday. But there's yeah. nothing that you have to, quote, get done before the time you're 30. Trust me. The yeah. only thing you have to do is. enter in. Exactly. And so actually, can, yeah. you have, like, focus on the present even more. Like, what I would say is yeah. ground yourself every day in this is, this is the moment that I'm in not looking back, not looking forward. Today is the moment I'm in. How can I increase my joy? How can I spark my joy today? How can I be, how can I follow my curiosity today? How can I live in truth with my, you know, desires and my passions today? Maniacally yeah. focus on your day to day and like how mm -hmm. great it is and how you want to make it better. And then you will arrive yeah. at this birthday feeling like, wow, I've really squeezed a lot out of those months. And it's funny because mm -hmm. I find that the times we're most satisfied are not the big moments. Like they're not the big moments. They're, they're the moments where you are really, really, really present. And that's hard yeah. to do. Yeah. Right. It's, it's mm -hmm. easier for us as humans to say, Oh my God, I'm going to focus on this big goal. And then the goal comes and you're like, I, I, I guess it was cool. But like, I actually realized that the, the most important time was like doing the work in the, in the day to day. For sure. Yeah. No, I was trying to like, fit something in before my birthday like I have to launch this thing before I turn 30 which was kind of insane um no that's really good advice just kind of keep on living and doing my little go like daily goals weekly yep. goals and not necessarily yep. like thinking of the day I turn 30 as 100%. the end of it all like I think like not starting on things before that makes me feel like I can't do it after which isn't true not, not true, true at, at all. all not true um, at all yep and I do want to say one more thing I love you so much and I'm really excited for you. And it made me really sad the other day on your podcast. And I think you brought up on your story about how you're like saying no to brand opportunities and more money and things like that. And I just thought of Taylor Swift's demand and we would not put any pressure on a man if he wanted to like do more brand deals or do more things and make that bank. So Maggie. we understand you have to make those ads and make that money and you should not drink yourself you. to be more palatable. And one more thing, one of my favorite mantras, I have a huge mantra list. You like inspired me to do it, but people who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. So I, the, the ones of us who love you and are true stands, we want you to get that bank. I know. Because then it means that we can get our bank, you I know? know? Thank so you for just saying like, that. 
Oh my god, I have I literal tears in my eyes. Maggie, I'm crying. I love you so much. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry we had to wrap the show. I have literal tears in my eyes. That is the first time I've cried in on the show in a really long time. Maggie, I love you. All of you, I love you. Um, that was a great show, you guys. I will be back here on Friday. Uh, don't forget, you can always leave me a voicemail, 866-993-8267. I love you guys so much. I'll see you on Friday. Bye. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go, and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming, and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.